0: This is Rob Lindley,
1: and this is How Much Do We Love, episode thirteen. Ooh,
0: dun da dun da. Dun, dun.
1: Oh no, it's a baker's dozen.
0: A baker's dozen. That's a good it's not thing. unlucky.
1: No, it's not unlucky.
0: I love a baker's dozen. <laughs> a
1: baker's dozen. <laughs> Me too. No, it's, not, <laughs> it's almost as good as a buy one get one free. It's buy tw- twelve get one free. <laughs> buy twelve get one free. Okay, we're gonna get started, and here's something that I love. Ready? How Ready. much do we love the selecta size paper towels?
0: Love do them. Do you use those too? I, you know what? I bought them the first time by mistake mm-hmm. and I'm hooked. Well, now them.
1: they're more expensive so people don't buy them. But what they are is they're uh, they're perforated in smaller sections than the regular paper towels. Mm-hmm. I would it's not half. I would say it's maybe like, like thirds, maybe, right? No, it's not. It's even, it's bigger than a half. I would say it's like a three to two ratio, like three selective sizes to two regular paper towels, maybe. Okay. Right? I don't know. But um, it, they're great because most of the time you don't need a whole paper towel. You really don't. Right. And I find that the select size roll lasts forever.
0: Well, I always think that too, like when you get, sometimes when you get regular paper towels, the towels are so long. I think it's a trick.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in order and, but tr- it's breaking
0: us into using more than we need,
1: and so it's super wasteful. So I enjoy the selecta size. So pony up the extra few cents to buy the selecta size, and in the long run, you will actually save money. That's my theory. I'm sticking and to. And that it. is
0: absolutely something that would be on Lord Bogo's realm. Like that's totally a buy one get one.
1: Oh, I don't You've, even. It's kind of a premium item. Have you ever seen the Bogo Selecta size for paper towels?
0: I would think so. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, every sometimes they do have the buy one get one free for paper towels, but they're usually the cheaper ones. And then I'm um, have a dilemma because I'm like, well, cuz I'm so used to getting the select size that if I ever have to get the regular, I feel so wasteful using an entire paper towel to wipe up, you know, a tablespoon of something on the counter. Right. I don't know. But um Bounty makes them. I think Scott makes them. There's several different uh varieties, several different brands that make the pick... One is pick a size, and one is select a size, depending on the brand. Uh It's Bounty, and I think Scott, maybe, is the other one. But I love those.
0: You know what it makes me think of, which I can't comment on whether I love them, but I think they're kind of ingenious? It's this new toilet paper for your children that has paw paw prints on them. (laughs) And the kid knows how many squares of toilet paper to take by how many paw prints there are. What?! I'm not – it's like toilet training toilet paper for little kids so they know how much toilet paper they're supposed to use. And it has, like, little paw prints <laughs> on it, and it starts off with a lot of, like, two or three per square, and mm-hmm. it, like, tra- trails off. So that's when you know, like, the little guy's done walking, and then you um, you rip it off, and you've got the right amount of toilet paper. Well,
1: who's to say – what is the right amount?
0: <laughs> True. That's what I want to know. Huh?
1: I, well, I guess they're
0: they're, they're children. I guess well,
1: yeah, that's, I They're all the same.
0: <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. No, I no, just think it's a crazy I, thing. I saw gonna... it. In, I saw a commercial for it the other day, and I thought, "What in all hell is this?"
1: Wow, I've never heard of we that. We certainly never... had
0: nothing like that to help us out as children.
1: Oh, none of these <laughs> modern conveniences.
0: Oh, select
1: Okay. Select I love it. And here's something else I love. Um, yes. How much do we love when you're somewhere and there's music playing and then the music stops <laughs> and someone's still talking real loud? Yes. Right? It <laughs> happens to me
0: all the time when I go to like an open mic or something. Mm-hmm. I'll be talking, and I'm like... And it's like...
1: I'm
0: like, and so I have the venereal disease!
1: Oh! Oh. Oh. Or just... It doesn't even have to be something embarrassing. It's just that watching the person realize that they're yelling, and then that everyone (laughs) hears them. And and the thing is that there was a famous incident in my life in um, high school. I was in a performing group, and we were doing a lot of work for Coca-Cola. And so we were doing um, a show... To promote the new Coca Cola line of clothing, so we were at the at the shopping center that. in the Coca Cola clothing department, right? So we're doing our little show, I'm singing <laughs> and dancing, right? It's like 1987 or something. But my two best <laughs> friends were there to watch. They were not performers; they were just in, they were there to, to observe. And um, a friend of mine was saying over the loud Coca Zit music to my other friend that that. Um, after the show, she, they she said, "Well, we could go to Nine West and shop for shoes." But um, so this is what it sounded like. It was like dun dun dun, nah. Coke is it? Dun dun dun, shop for shoes. <laughs> 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 and so now, and all of my, it's famous, and all of my friends, and that. But that was almost twenty years ago, and, and I still say that anytime I say it. I will actually say it to myself if I'm if it happens to me, you know. The music <laughs> cuts off. I'm like, and then we can shop for shoes. You know? <laughs> if someone else does it, then you have to yell shop for shoes. And almost all <laughs> of my friends know it. And I love it. It's friends from college. It's friends from Chicago. Oh. It's friends from California. So we would love to um, work that into the vernacular of oh, your life. Oh, we would life. love that. Yeah.
0: And I, I was telling Sarah before the show that I think a- – what it makes me think of is on every one of the Muppet movies, there's some instance where that happens with Janice. <laughs> and it's always that there's like, all right, we need all the Muppets in the kitchen right away. And everyone's like, and Kermit comes in, and he's like, quiet! And I said, look, Mom, if I want to walk around on the beach naked, that's my business.
1: <laughs> I love And Janice. then it's always like,
0: then there's like a, 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 like that a weird community. looking rat. Like uh, that rat just looks at her and is like, what?
1: <laughs> i'm
0: not taking my clothes off for you or nobody
1: uh, i oh, love janice. janice um that just reminds me of something off topic you know do you remember because janice was from the movies do you remember pra- was from the muppet show but do you remember prairie yes. dawn from sesame street on
0: sesame street i loved her
1: my nephew has a big crush on prairie dawn
0: <laughs> that's
1: so cute and prairie dawn he talks about her i think that's oh, adorable i love
0: it she was always kind of the director of the community theater plays. Yes. In in Sesame Street, when yes. they would do like the play about tooth decay,
1: yes.
0: she's, play, she's the one playing the piano. And this is our story. Boy. Totally. That's our that's our Muppet tableau.
1: Uh, so shop for shoes. But we love the shop the for the shoes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna
0: definitely start calling it shop for shoes. I think that's funny hilarious. It's funny because when and I also people- Sarah, I just love the vision of you in the Coca Cola clothing department
1: oh, kicking I, and singing and
0: I'm singing sure and
1: I was wearing a, like a black leotard with spangly fringe on it and oh. like fishnets and maybe for this, maybe we had a Coca-Cola, red Coca-Cola sweatshirt over it <laughs> with uh, just the fringe sticking out with my black, no, we had silver character shoes then, yeah. Oh, And I yes. was, I had like the crazy twiggy teenage body, so I was all arms and legs, yeah. Oh,
0: goodness. Coke is
1: it! Shop for shoes. Shop for shoes. All right, what's next, Rob?
0: Coming up next. Oh, I misplaced my list. Do you know? (laughs) No. What is next? I love a list.
1: We love documentaries. (laughs) Oh.
0: Documentaries. Uh, I love documentaries. Okay, I'm just...
1: You're gleeping a little, but I think we can power through. Yeah. Okay.
0: I love documentaries. Mm -hmm. I often... And it's... I would almost... (laughs) That's like what I search for first when I go to the TiVo and I do a search for what movies are playing in that month and what I want to get. I go right to documentaries and I search for it. I will watch any documentary.
1: I love I documentaries. Me too. And, um, I saw one recently in the theater, which I love to do, you know, Yes. and it was called Wordplay. And oh, is this the crossword puzzle one? Yeah, it was great. It's, okay. um, it's sort of about the history of the crossword puzzle and, it and, and, Uh, It talks a lot – there are a lot of interviews with uh, Will Shorts, who's the editor of the crossword at the New York Times, which is sort of the definitive crossword puzzle. And it also talks with um, a few puzzle builders and puzzle creators and sort of how they do it. And they also profile several famous puzzle workers like um, Bill Clinton and Jon Stewart and the Indigo Girls – and some baseball player. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Um, that sounds awesome. It's great. But then they also are pro profile sort of fam- famous within the crossword puzzle solving world. not famous to the rest of us. Um, sort of the top crossword solvers, because every year there is a, an annual, that's why it's every year, Sarah, um, <laughs> crossword tournament in Stamford, it's at the Marriott, it's been going on for years and years and years, and these people come every year, and And the way the movie is crafted, it's really well crafted, it's almost put together like a puzzle, they're sort of profiling this person, and then they talk to a puzzle builder, and then they sort of profile this person, and... and um, the last chunk of it, it builds up to um, footage actually at the competition, and he they were actually able to build suspense and make you really care about these people. You, know, you had the people that you were rooting for in the finals, and it was it was very dramatic, and it was really really well done. It just it was um, very smart and made me smile, and and uh, it was enjoyable. It's it may still be playing, so it's called Wordplay. That's check it out.
0: That is how they can take so much footage and then be such good storytellers and put mm-hmm. it together so that it has dramatic tension and all of the things that one would craft if they were writing a screenplay i think it's amazing i i'm so i yeah, love them
1: i love them too is that
0: at all like is the same team or anything connection to the people who did spellbound
1: no it's just because they're about I words so. i want them to be oh the spellbound is a great one spellbound, spellbound is about, about the is national spelling that's one of my favorite game, ones and it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. fascinating. Yeah, it's I love that one. Fascinating. That's another one where you just get so fired up about what's going on. You know, oh, talk about and,
0: rooting for people. You well, know, and like some of those kids event, are just and they're amazing. Just crazy. <laughs> that poor, I am a musical robot. robot
1: right? Oh, we loved I him. will.
0: I love his mother too. Oh my god, she says some. She says this hilarious line about. <laughs> well, I felt sorry for the kid from Dallas who got Yenta. It's like, what? (laughs) What? She's just total like Jubal's mom who's just like, oh, this poor kid from Texas got Yenta.
1: (laughs) He couldn't possibly know it. He
0: couldn't possibly know it. I love it. My favorite documentary, and right now I would have to say it's nearing my favorite movies of all time. I don't know when I've watched a movie over and over and over again like this. And any of you who listen to The Daily Purge have already heard me. Gush about this movie um it is a documentary that came out in like 1975 it's called gray gardens and it was um, made by very famous documentary makers the maizley brothers and they kind of they're not kind of they are definitely responsible for what we know as the documentary today they hmm. uh, they did a very famous um documentary um that the Rolling Stones were involved with, and I can't remember the title right now. But anyway, the Maisley brothers, they do this great documentary called Grey Gardens. The premise is this. Um, in the early 70s, um, these two women um, that are Jackie Kennedy's aunt and cousin, mm-hmm. and then they're Bouviers, both of them, and um, they came into the limelight when the village of East Hampton in uh, the Hamptons in New York, um, they, the village of East Hampton raided their home and because it was so filthy and it was so dirty and it was overrun with cats and disease. And these are women. And, and so the Jackie is living in New York city. She pays for some people to come and clean out the house. So they do that, they clean out the house and it kind of makes them a little famous but in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And like a couple years after that, the Mazeley brothers go to this home which is still completely in disrepair. It's like beyond filthy and there's cats everywhere and um raccoons live in there too like live in the house with them and they they're just nutballs. and there are these two women a mother daughter that used to be high society and now they like are lay in bed with cats all over them and eat corn on the cob like in bed
1: whoa
0: so it's some of it is hard to watch but then some of it is hilarious there's a part where the the daughter, Little Edie, they're both named Edith, Little Edie is trying to sing um, uh, People Will Say We're In Love. Mm-hmm. And she keeps coming in, Don't throw bouquets at me. And the mother is lying in bed, like I said, covered in newspapers and cats. And she's going, What's the next line? What's the next oh. line? And Edie, you're doing it all wrong. No, you're way off there, kid. Nope. Bottom of the class. And it's... <laughs> tragic and hilarious everything all at the same time wow. and now this documentary is being made into a broadway musical and right. a feature film the broadway musical comes out um it, it will hit broadway in october the and feature it film
1: christine ebersole
0: I, christine ebersole and the cd of that should be coming out like within a month um because it was off broadway and christine ebersole already won the D- drama desk yeah. award for, for best performance and they're saying it's like up there with Ethel Merman and Gypsy as like being one of the definitive best performances that Broadway will ever see. So wow. um, that's kind of what got me. That's what got me to go to Netflix and find this, and now I had to buy my own copy because I'm obsessed with it. Well, I'm gonna it's have so to get good. It.
1: I don't. It doesn't seem to be on the cable at the moment, so maybe I'll have to. Yeah, it. If, I don't think it's been on cable
0: for a while, and the Maisley Brothers Company. I don't know if they're still around but I, I their company is releasing a companion documentary that right now is playing in new york city at the ifc film center and they right. and it's of that. more more footage and they've said that in uh, in the summer they're going to do some limited releases in other major cities so hopefully it'll come to chicago otherwise it's going to be on dvd um on dvd in the fall
1: i think it's that's ghosts of gray gardens right
0: uh Yes, yeah. I think that's right There's also a wonderful book There's a woman who appears in the documentary Who um, is in it for a birthday party scene And she just kind of comes and goes to the birthday party But she actually lived there at Grey Gardens With Big Edie and Little Edie For a couple years, I think And she <laughs> kept a diary the whole time And she's published that diary And it's called um, My Life at Grey Gardens Or something like that And I have that as well Cool. I got a little. I get a little obsessive when I, when, when I find something that I love like this. Anyway, so I recommend it to everyone. But beyond like the subject matter, it's a perfect example of what we were talking about: like documentary makers being able to take all of this footage, edit it, and make us care about these people and have some dramatic tension and an arc to the characters. Mm-hmm. And- it's fascinating. It's good awesome.
1: stuff. You know who is, atta- I'm looking at internet movie database. You know who is attached to the movie project at the moment?
0: Jessica Lang and Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. That's kind of weird to me. I'm not, I'll, I'll say that, that unless, it- they're gonna, unless they're going to, unless they're going to play that Jessica Lang is going to like, if they're going to show her like big Edie in her heyday when she was gorgeous and glamorous, because she's really, um,
1: Oh, hang on. Hello. My f- Sorry. My phone is ringing. That's okay. We love our phones. I don't know how to mute it. <laughs> okay. Well, I know it never rings. Okay. You're
0: a your musical robot I voice. I am a musical
1: robot. Okay. So we love the
0: documentaries. That's the long and the short of that.
1: And we will probably talk about more documentaries in the future as we think of more that we love. But these were the yes. two that were off top I just saw Wordplay recently and Rob won't stop talking about Great Gardens. So they're... um
0: <laughs> To anyone who to will To anyone
1: who will listen, right?
0: Oh, and they terminate. it. Yes. They... Turbine it they little Edie turbans it through the whole thing. We are we're not ever sure if she has hair. Huh. I, there's a part where she does she makes her own turbans like out of sweaters and dish towels and stuff and with brooches all over them. She's so fancy. Wow. And and they start to slide back at one point and you can see her little like very thin grey hair. But I think she's pretty much bald, so she hmm. wears turbans all the time.
1: Wow, Turbinate. We love real-life Can't... Turbinate. Yes. Okay, our next thing is a brief yes. one, but it's something that we both enjoy.
2: Oh. How much do we
1: love the way that the host of So You Think You Can Dance, Cat Dealey, says the word judges? Jidges. <laughs> your jidges have tallied the votes. The it decisions tonight,
0: laugh. all the power is in your hand, America. The jidges have nothing to <laughs> do. The what? The jidges.
1: The Jidges, I don't know why, and the funny thing is that apparently we both have been laughing about that on our own for a month now, and somehow it came up today, and it was like, you love that? I love that. So I honestly have too. to
0: say it out loud every time Me too. I see her.
1: The judges she says have it made their I... decisions.
0: Jidges. And I just sit there at home and say Jidges.
1: Dimitri. She's funny, <laughs> just the way she says everything. Dimitri. Let's hear it for... Martha. Trubis! travis <laughs> That's another good one, too. I don't know how to Dimitri's
0: is a good Dimitri. one, Dimitri!
1: And my, I don't know why it made me laugh when she would say, Here she is, Martha! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to me. Judges. <laughs> okay, so that was really, all we wanted to say was that we like the way Kat Dealey says, judges. Judges. The judges have made their decisions. She's a funny one.
0: Nothing that that the judges say will affect tonight's vote. Tonight's
1: vote. They're dancing for their life. Here she is dancing for her life. Here she is.
0: (laughs) I know it's hard, girls, but can you please go to the other side to the danger zone? Please take
1: your seats. The judges. <laughs> okay. the
0: judges have tallied their votes.
1: Enough about the judges. Well, we want to um, wrap up tonight by playing a call that we got in that we got a big kick out of. From Oh, I um, loved
0: this call. I loved
1: this call. And uh, and we're going to play it right now. Let's hear it.
2: Hey, Sarah and Rob. This is uh, Scott in Boston. been listening to the show since the beginning. And I uh, just want to say it is a fantastic show. Love it. How much do I love? How much do we love? <laughs> um, but I did want to provide you with some quick feedback regarding an item that you profiled in a very early show, the Trader Joe's carne asada. I um, just want to tell you that I just picked it up today. I also picked up the pollo asada, the chicken version, um, which I didn't make because the carne asada was huge. And uh, So I grilled that up, and um, it was fantastic. Everybody was raving about it. I am definitely um, fan of the carne asada. I can't wait to try the pollo asada, which I froze, and we'll have to try that in the future and uh, see how that is. But uh, definitely, definitely thank you so much for the tip, and uh, I'll continue listening. Bye.
0: So, thank you, Scott from Boston. We're glad you tried the carne asada, and he bought the carne...
1: The pollo asada. No, the
0: pollo asada.
1: And I actually have had that as well since we recorded it, Um, and also delicious, but not as good as the meat.
0: We, we want to go with them, And my question for you, Scott, is did you, while you were grilling it, make a meat plaid?
1: Did you make meat plaid with the grill with marks? the grill
0: marks, because we want a meat plaid skirt. And did you, you did, wear it as a skirt? Did you wear
1: it as a skirt? <laughs> and did you take pictures? But we're just no, happy the, that you tried are it. Those are the
0: things. These are we're the, we're yes, so things. happy. It makes us feel like it's a, it's a fun, useful podcast. Right. And the, People and we're not actually...
1: Just, are talking, right.
0: talking into our little gleep glop gloop tent cans here. Right. So if you have tried something. For um, from our show and you would like to tell us your feedback on it or if, like some of our other great listeners, you have something that you love and you want us to talk about it, just call into our listener line and it's um, 206-33-WE-LOVE that's um, 339-3588 you can call in it's just a little old answering machine you don't and, have to um, talk to us yeah, <laughs> so, you don't, we <laughs> promise we won't talk back Right. you just get to leave us a fun message and then we get to hear it yeah. and um we'll play it on the air
1: right and that's we love l-u-v
0: l-u-v yeah. how else would you spell it
1: <laughs> i don't know we love all right we well, love we love lots of things and we're gonna say good night shop for shoes <laughs>